Don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Laura. Everybody and welcome to the American Grooves Radio Hour. I am your host, Joe Laro, as the man said. And tonight, 
We'll be dedicating our entire show to Mr. Harry Lillis Crosby. Who he? Well, you know him as Bing. And Bing Crosby, born in 1903 in Tacoma, Washington, uh, began his career in the early 1920s as a drummer in local bands. And then uh, somewhere around 1925, he and his musical partner, Al Rinker, also the brother of Mildred Bailey, but that's another story. He and Al Rinker headed for the great state of California in their jalopy and kind of bummed around, honed their act, wound up in vaudeville in 1925 and um, got discovered by a member of the Paul Whiteman Orchestra who took them on. And that was the very, very beginning of Bing's very, very long career. But before we get into the Whiteman years, there's actually a recording that Bing and uh, Al Rinker made right when they landed in California with the very obscure Don Clark Orchestra, a a hotel dance band playing locally, and they got into the Columbia studio and made this recording. Bing's first.
Bing Crosby with his partner in music at the time, Mr. Al Renker, their first ever recording in Los Angeles, 1926, Don Clark Orchestra. And, um, you know, Bing really did bum around a bit in in California. I mean, he didn't join the Whiteman Band until 1927. So he had been in vaudeville playing in some shows at the time with, with Rinker, developing their act. In fact, I'm going to go back to the first cut that you heard at the beginning of the program. That was, that was Bing with his partners, the Rhythm Boys. That included Al Rinker, but also added Harry Barris. We'll talk a little bit about the Rhythm Boys in a bit. That was actually their final recording before Bing went on to have his solo career. We all know about that. That was Them Their Eyes, and the band was the Gus Arnheim Orchestra. He had left Whiteman at this point to really pursue greater opportunities. And that opportunity was with the Paul Whiteman Orchestra. They were the most popular orchestra, dance band, jazz band of the day, equivalent to, say, what the Beatles would have been in the early, mid-1960s. Whiteman was everywhere. He he toured the country, fans, you know, I mean, and and, and he, he was, he called himself the king of jazz, which was really a bit of a... Um, a bit of hyperbole, I would say, at the least, but it worked. People didn't really know what jazz was, and any dance band was considered a jazz band uh, because people didn't really define it as they do now. But Paul Whiteman, that was the place to be. And Crosby and Rinker in 1927 wound up with the Whiteman Orchestra, and here is one of Bing's very first solo recordings, 1927 with the Paul Whiteman Orchestra, Mary. Why do you be so contrary? You 
wouldn't let my castles come, 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 tumbling down. Think of the things in store, what are you waiting for, Mary? Now that I think of it, uh, that recording was actually from late 1928, and that is the golden Paul Whiteman Orchestra. And how I corrected myself as I listened to that bass player. That bass player is Steve Brown, slap bass player. He was with the Gene Goldkett Band. That band was raided by Whiteman, and he took their hot players, which included... Bix Spiderbeck and Bix is playing the cornet on Mary, not really having too much solo room there, but that's Bix on cornet. But we are going to go just a little bit further back. When Bing joined the Whiteman Band, it wasn't just him. It was with his partner, as I mentioned, Al Rinker. And what Whiteman did is he teamed him up with a songwriter piano player named Harry Barris. Barris was like a little pixie sort of guy and did a lot of scat singing. And the trio that was formed was called the Rhythm Boys. And the Rhythm Boys were enormously popular. They were featured in the Whiteman show. There's even a feature of them in the one film that the Whiteman band made called The King of Jazz uh, in 1930. But the Rhythm Boys didn't really last that long. When, when Bing and the boys left the Whiteman Orchestra, they pretty much disbanded the original trio, although Whiteman kept a Rhythm Boys version in his band for several years after that. In fact, Harold Arlen's brother, Jerry Arlen, who was a friend of mine, actually, back in the 80s and 90s, he became one of the replacement Rhythm Boys, sort of like the Shemp Rhythm Boys, or maybe, maybe the Curly Joe Rhythm Boys. I, we're not going to do that. That's bad. Anyway, here is the original Rhythm Boys with the Whiteman Orchestra about a year before the recording that I had just played. This is uh, before Bix was in the band. I think we have Red Nichols on trumpet here. And here they are with the Paul Whiteman Orchestra. I'm coming, Virginia. I'm coming, Virginia, I'm coming to stay, don't hold it again, me, for running away, I've tried to forget you, but I found I'm all wrong, need your bright southern moon once more, I'll prove that dear old mammy tune, and if I can win ya, I'll never more roam, I'm coming, Virginia, my Dixieland home 
and Bing Crosby when they were the Rhythm Boys with that little cymbal that they used all the time. Their piano and their cymbal and the three voices 
and lots of personality and great musicianship. That was the group. They left Whiteman uh, uh, around 1930, late 1930. They joined the Gus Arnheim Orchestra. And then Bing was kind of discovered by Max Sennett, the silent film director who at this point was kind of struggling with talkies. And he put Bing in a series of four or five Max Sennett comedy shorts and this really did it for Bing. They, you know, he got to sing in each one of these shorts. They played in theaters around the country. And really, there was no turning back for Bing Crosby at that point. The Rhythm Boys were gone. He was now a solo artist. And he got over to the Brunswick label, which was um, a jump from Columbia. Uh, and that's where he remained for about three years. And here is one of his first solo recordings. These were enormously successful at the time. And you hear, if you've listened to the whole broadcast, you'll hear how that style of Bing just developed. And we'll talk a little bit about what that style was and why it was in a minute. But here is Bing on Brunswick, 1931. <laughs> a lucky April shower It was the most convenient dawn I found a million dollar baby In a five and ten cent store The rain continued for an hour I hung around for three or four Around a million dollar baby in a five and ten cent store She was selling china And when she made those eyes I kept buying china Until the crowd got wise Incidentally If you should run into a shower just step inside my cottage door And meet the million dollar baby From the five and ten cent store Love comes along like a popular song Anytime or anywhere at all Rain or sunshine Spring or fall Say you never know when it may say hello In a very unexpected place For example Take my case She was selling China And when she made those eyes I kept buying China 
clouds got white Incidentally, if you should run into a shower Step inside my cottage door And meet my million dollar baby from the five and ten cents Bings was a soothing voice to the people who were living through the Great Depression. They could hear Bing on the radio, and the radio brought his voice across the country. Not only his live appearances, but the radio was really the great unifier of everyone. People sat around their radios for their favorite shows, much as they did in the TV years. It's a little different now because you could kind of watch things at any time, but if Bing was on at 8 o'clock, the country was listening, and that was the only time they'd hear it. Yeah, I was talking about his style, the soothing, soft style of Bing Crosby. And if it weren't for the invention of the microphone and the usage of the microphone in music, really, Bing Crosby would have been a very, very different artist. It allowed for him to have a very intimate, soft style. Prior to that, you know, if you were a singer in a theater, you were barking or screaming or just singing with your lungs way to the back of the house so everyone could hear you. And it was needed because there's no amplification. The, the theaters, of course, had wonderful acoustics, many of them anyway. Uh, but Bing didn't really have to do that with the microphone. The microphone made it sound like you know, he was right there in, in your living room with you. In fact, I, I've heard it said that everybody thinks they sound like Bing Crosby when they're singing in their own showers. <laughs> and I think that's true. You know, it's intimate, it's soft, and Bing really just had such an amazing tone and musicianship. You can hear that he really came from a jazz background. He was so influenced by people like Big Spiderbeck and Tommy Dorsey and Jimmy Dorsey and Joe Venuti and all these great people that were in and out of the Whiteman band. And Bing had actually be quite a jazz singer in his own right. I mean, later on, he made some recordings with Louis Armstrong. I'm going to play one of those in a bit. But here is Bing showing his jazz chops in 1932, his version of Some of These Days. Some of these days You're gonna miss me, honey Some of these days You're gonna be so lonely You'll miss my hugging Gonna miss my kissing You'll be so sorry When I'm away Now you're gonna be lonely Just for me only Cause you know, honey that you had your way And when you leave me You know it's gonna grieve me You'll miss your little daddy Some of these days Did it, 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 did it,
gets hot the guitarist on that track is uh none other. actually the solo guitarist is none other than eddie lang lang was a guitarist from philadelphia teamed up with joe venuti venuti and lang and they were the direct influence on Django reinhardt and stefan grappelli and so many other people they were the first ones lang was bing's accompanist he traveled with bing they they played vaudeville. They, they were in films together. Lang was everywhere. He, he recorded with so many different artists. And he died very tragically in 1933 uh, from a botched tonsillectomy, of all things, a simple operation. And we lost Eddie Lang at age 28 back then. Anyway, um, I'm talking about how at Brunswick Records, uh, there were many other vocal artists, including Bing. You know, of course, Bing was number one, but he was also on that label with a, a very straight singer named Frank Munn, who was more of a singer of very, very um, regular sorts of show tunes and traditional tunes. The Boswell sisters, who some of you may know, a hot little trio from New Orleans, and the Mills brothers. And sometimes uh, they would combine all these artists together for kind of a special recording. And we're going to play uh, one of those right now. The George White Scandals of 1931 was a Broadway review. And Brunswick recorded a medley from that show featuring the vocalists I just told you about. Bing Crosby, the Boswell sisters, Frank Munn, and the Mills Brothers. Now, I've had to edit this because there is a song from that review that if I played it, I'd be run off the radio, and for good reason. We're not even going to talk about that, but here is a slightly edited George White Scandals of 
I can see it in your eyes. I can hear it in your sighs. Feel your touch and realize the thrill is gone. The nights are cold. For love is old. Love was grand when love was new. Birds were singing, skies were blue. Now it don't appeal to you. The thrill is gone. This is the end. So why pretend and let it linger on? The thrill is gone. Just 
Life is just a bowl of cherries. I love what Bing does with that melody line. Just kind of lilts it. You can't take that good dough when you go. <laughs> it's it's just classic Crosby. And by 1931, 32, his style was full born. And the girl vocalist, uh, besides the Boswell sisters, that was Connie Boswell singing solo on that recording as well. With the wonderful Mills Brothers, four boys and a guitar. They actually had a disclaimer on their record telling people that there were no other musical instruments on the record but four boys and a guitar because they imitated an orchestra very convincingly with their mouths, with their voices, one playing the bass, one doing that scat trumpet, the Mills Brothers with Crosby and the Boswell sisters. And, um, you know, as I said, life was not necessarily a bowl of cherries. It was the Great Depression and people needed this music to be entertained from, you know, the, the horrible things that were going on at the time. Unemployment, like, you know, we can't even imagine as bad as it has been lately. I mean, they did not have the social networks that they do today. People were broke. They lost their homes. It was rough times. And a voice like Bing Crosby just was so soothing to America. And I don't think there's any other artists that... Actually, he was number one at the box office, he was number one record seller, and he was number one on the radio all at the same time, and for like 10 years, Bing Crosby. But there's a film that you should try to seek out. For some reason, it just doesn't turn up, probably for copyright reasons. It's called The Big Broadcast, and The Big Broadcast is basically all the all the Brunswick artists from the time. The Boswell Sisters, Bing, also Cab Calloway, the Abe Lyman Band, the Mills Brothers, and it features Bing. Eddie Lang is in it as well. It is just a wonderful film, and my dear old departed friend, Rich Connady, had a radio show in New York. I think he was out of uh, Fordham University for really like 25 years called The Big Broadcast because that film was so influential to him. And the variety of that movie kind of extended to what he did on his show. They used to tell me I was building a dream And so I followed the mob When there was earth to plow Or guns to bear I was always there Right on the job They used to tell me I was building a dream With peace and glory ahead why should I be standing in line Just waiting for bread Once I built a railroad I made it run 
made it race against time Once I built a railroad Now it's done Brother, can you spare a dime? Once I built a tower Up to the sun Brick and rivet and lime Once I built a tower, now it's done. Brother, can you spare a dime? Once in khaki suits, gee, we look swell. Full of that Yankee doodly-dum. Half a million boots went slogging through hell. And I was the kid with the drum say don't you remember they called me Al it was Al all the time why don't you remember I'm your pal say buddy can you spare a dime Once in khaki suits, ah gee, we look swell, full of that Yankee doodly-dum. Half a million boots went slogging through hell, and I was the kid with a drum. Oh, say, don't you remember, they called me Al, it was Al all the time. Hey, don't you remember? I'm your pal, buddy. Can you spare a dime? For my money, that is the definitive version of that classic anthem of the Great Depression. Bing Crosby, right in the middle of it, 1932. Brother, can you spare a dime? It almost brings me to tears. It's an emotional, wonderful song, and his performance lives right up to the beauty of that melody and the orchestration and the whole thing. Speaking of definitive versions, you know, Bing recorded some very, very early tunes that, you know, have remained with us for so many years. And, you know, while it's arguable that Louis Armstrong's version of Stardust in 1931, uh, Hoagy Carmichael's great tune, is really the definitive version, I would agree with that, you know, but I am stuck in the pre-World War II era. I'm sure there have been many versions prior to that, but... For a first version, Louis can't be beat, but Bing is no slouch, and here he is in 1931, Stardust. And now the purple dusk of twilight time steals across the meadows of my heart. High up in the sky the little stars climb Always reminding me that we're apart You wander down the lane and far away Leaving me a song that will not die Love is now the stardust 
of yesterday, the music of the years gone by. Sometimes I wonder why I spend the lonely night dreaming of a song that melody haunts my reverie and I am once again with you when our love was new and each kiss an inspiration Oh, but that was long ago Now my consolation Is in the stardust of a song Beside a garden wall When stars are bright You are in my arms That nightingale Tells his fairy tale Of paradise where roses grew Though I dream in vain In my heart it will remain My stardust melody The memory of love's refrain The memory of love's refrain I think for those of us who are used to being in his later years where his voice had really matured and, and was much more of a baritone, uh, full, full-throated baritone voice, very resonant and very mellow, to hear him with this higher register that he used back then, that he had, as he was a young man in his 20s, is uh, a revelation. It certainly uh, is for me uh, whenever I hear it. And um, what can I tell you? Bing in his early years. Uh, we're going to go up to 1936 now. That's as far as I'm going on this show. And uh, at this point, Bing was number one at the box office. He had left Brunswick Records with Jack Cap, and they formed Decca Records. Jack did and took Bing along with them and the Boswell sisters. And also a medley was done. Uh, Pennies from Heaven was a very popular film. And here is Bing with Francis Langford and Louis Armstrong, their version of Pennies from Heaven. <laughs> Don't you know each cloud contains pennies from heaven? You'll find your fortune falling all over town. 
sure that your umbrella is upside down. Trade them for a package of sunshine and flowers. If you want the things you love, you must have showers. So when you hear it thunder, don't run under a tree. There'll be pennies from heaven for you and Pennies from heaven over. Don't you know each cloud contains pennies from heaven? You find your fortune falling all over town. Be sure that your umbrella is upside down. Trade them for a package of sunshine in flowers. Mm -hmm. If you want the things you love, you must have showers. So when you hear it thunder, don't run under a tree. There'll be pennies from heaven for you and me. It rains, it rains, pennies from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains pennies from heaven? You'll find your fortune falling all over town. Be sure that your umbrella is up. Upside down, trade them for a package of sunshine and flowers. If you want the things you love, you must have showers. So when you hear it thunder, don't run under a tree. There'll be pennies from heaven for you and me. it up for us tonight folks i hope you've enjoyed listening to early bang we'll be back next week until then keep tuning in keep listening and we'll hear you then okay america
American Grooves Radio Hour is brought to you weekly on WLIW-FM, Southampton, 88.3 on your radio dial, and at WLIW.org, and all streaming formats. 